27 de febrero. This day marks the Independence Day of a small island in the Caribbean, Dominican Republic. It is the only example on the planet where two countries share land on an island. Two countries that share a past. Inherit, more like it, from two European powers, Spain and France. France owned Haiti, while Spain owned DR. The way these two former European influences ruled has had a major effect in what we call the present. The French treated it more like their slave port, whereas the Spanish treated it more like their vacation getaway. This treatment led to the growth of the Haitian population. Let's be real. Slavery was a trade, and the more you grow it, the more you profit. The population of the Spanish colony stood at approximately 80,000, with the vast majority being European descendants and free people of color. For most of its history, Santo Domingo had an economy based on mining and cattle ranching. The Spanish colony's plantation economy never truly flourished. Because of this, black slave population had been significantly lower than that of the neighboring Saint-Domingue, which was nearing a million slaves before the Haitian Revolution. Needless to say, the Spanish side of the island, as well as the French side, had had enough and broke off the ties. And then the formerly Spanish side had enough of the formerly French side and decided to be independent on February 27, 1844. Today, this day is marked by parades, endless hours of dancing on the streets, drinking with friends, feasting on anything and everything Dominicano. And I miss it. I am half Dominican. My mother, Isabel, was Dominican. She was a teenager when she moved to this country. Here, in this picture on my blog, she is with her siblings. My aunt Esther, Giovanna, and my uncle Frank. A picture taken in Santo Domingo in middle school. This was when they were all transferred to the U.S. She went to Brandeis High School in the late 60s, early 70s, and that's where she met Victor Hugo Chavez, a pimply-faced Ecuadorian boy who was fresh off the boat as well. And oops, uh, that's where my story began. I moved to DR thanks to my grandmother when I was in fourth grade up till the end of my eighth year. I went to private school, the only kind of school the children of foreigners or the then middle class go to because the public school system is not easily relied upon unless you go to university. The truth is that the first university on the Western Hemisphere was erected in Dominican Republic, La Universidad Autónoma de Santo Domingo, established 1538. Take that, Harvard. My, dears in, my years in DR as a child that knew only spoken Spanish, learning how to write it and read it, was not easy, but it made me, me. I learned how to conjugate a verb. English is nothing compared to a romance language. Imagine every single thing, inanimate or not, to have a gender and to refer to it in its correct form. Yeah, we take pride in our language and the music, the fast-paced merengue, and the food, a reminder, I am a self-proclaimed glutton. I know food. Yet, one of the biggest lessons was pride for country, a.k.a. la patria. I learned how the entire island was once divided into five major tribes before Columbus claimed it for his financiers. I learned of the founding fathers, Duarte, Sanchez, and Mella. I learned of the many poets, artists, musicians, many of them women. Imagine learning that at the age of 10, how normal it is for women to be instrumental in the formation of the country. I believe it was thanks to this, this kind of genderless teaching in my formative years that allowed me to be unapologetic. Questioning my right to exist in certain spaces was never an issue, yet I was an overweight child. Therefore, certain spaces were still unattainable. 
And there was this one class, Moral y Civica, translation, Morals and Civics. Now you may think, huh? Where does a school get off teaching morals to kids? There may be so many people that disagree, yet if you have a reached a level of enlightenment where you can see how this can be a positive there, then there is no explaining. There was no denying that we were being taught right from wrong in our home or any other Dominican home for that matter, as the country is flooded with Catholicism and Christian thinking. But what about the homes where those lessons are not taking place, where the adults do not communicate nor lead by example? How amazing if our children were taught the meaning of citizenship, democracy, peaceful cohabitation, respect for your fellow human beings outside the home. Those five short years were unforgettable and hazy. There are things that I do not remember, but the impact of the lessons learned lifts the fog in my mind. Dominican Republic taught me to love independence despite and because of the struggle it took to achieve it. That it's best to live free than under the servitude of another because that would be the same as death. Hacer libre o morir enseñó.